0: Some of them a holler, some a ball. Some are them a holler, some a ball. Chichi Some of them a holler, some a ball. Chichi Some of them a holler, some a ball. Some are come long. Some of them a holler, some a ball. Some are blue foot. Some of them a holler, some a ball. Some are ting ting. Some of them a holler, some a ball. Some are long a Some of them a holler, some a ball. Some a cheek Some of them a holler, some a ball.
1: It is a sad truth that in the annals of Jamaican music, the lionization of reggae and dancehall has forced female contributors at times to work twice as hard as their male counterparts. And even then, the respect due has never been granted without grudge. Long before Harry Belafonte became the poster boy of Caribbean music, the rambunctious Louise Bennett was charting her course and along the way, becoming the primordial pioneer of Jamaican music. Born on September 1919 in Gordon Town, St. Andrew, the future folklorist was raised at 40 North Street in today's downtown Kingston to a father who was a baker and a stay-at-home mom who doubled as a dressmaker. As a child, she showed a keen interest in drama and was a very avid reader. Her mother, a storyteller by nature, nurtured her daughter's embracement of Jamaica's colloquial language patois. And by the age of 14, Louise began penning her poetry. A few years later, she would make a debut appearance at a Christmas Day concert held in Kingston at Ward Theatre. Snatching the first prize, this encouragement would lead to Louise creating the concept of dialect verses. But time was not in her favor. This is London. You will now hear a statement by the Prime Minister. I am
2: speaking to you from the cabinet room at 10 Downing Street. This morning, the British ambassador in Berlin, is at war with Germany.
1: She was just 20 in 1939 when Germany invaded Poland and signalled the start of World War II. 10,000 Caribbean nationals, including over a 1,000 Jamaican fathers and sons, left home shores to serve in the Caribbean Regiment. An additional 2,200 Jamaicans would join the British Army throughout the war to serve the colonial masters, for a second time admirably. Over the next eighty years Louise would cut her path in Jamaica. Hard times here have always allowed room for humor, and Bennett would first tickle readers with her jovality before spinning the coin to issue thought provoking social commentary in the language of the everyday Jamaican.
0: Boy you no shame? so you come out of your stand so long. Not even little language, boy, not even little twang. And your sister. Your sister worked one week with American and she talks so sweet now that we have the juice, we understand.
1: Now, to understand her rise, you must also appreciate the resistance she faced. The upper class and the social influencers of Jamaica in the 40s viewed Patus as the utteral grunt of impoverished and unrefined native worker jamaica's only printed paper at the time would refuse her editorial submissions but would eventually yield due to popular demand especially among the expatriate community and up across housewives who took the time weekly over a spot of tea and healthy assistance from the favored household help to decipher louise bennett's dialect verses which she self-published in 1942 Unwittingly becoming the first Jamaican native to attempt a debut literary self-release.
0: And my auntie, what you know, say, she don't like nobody fi say no language at all. At all. She vex, you know, about the whole rhythm of the language, my child. You see, it's because all this folklore and this culture that we have come from all the different people who have lived in the country. You Know and we just use it, and now we have our, our real West Indian, a real Jamaican culture. For my auntie wrote to say, When the Asian culture and the European culture buck up on African culture in the Caribbean people, we stir them up and blend them to a the flavor, we shake them up and move them to a the beat, we wheel them, and we turn them, and we rock them, and we sound them, and we temper them, and laugh the rhythm sweet. <laughs>
1: The following year, she would repeat her self-published effort with Jamaican humor in dialect and script her first pantomime in partnership with Ronnie Williams, collectively becoming one of the most popular entertainment duos of the era.
2: Yesterday morning at 2.41 a.m. at General Eisenhower's headquarters, General Jodl, the representative of the German high command, and of Grand Admiral Dernitz, the designated head of the German state, signed the act of unconditional surrender of all German land, sea, and air forces in Europe to the Allied Expeditionary Forces and simultaneously to the Soviet High Command. Uh, hostilities will end officially At one minute after midnight tonight, Tuesday, the 8th of May, we may allow ourselves a brief period of rejoicing.
1: By the time VJ Day ended with U.S. atomic bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, Japan, in 1945, Louise Bennett was being pegged as Jamaica's next great entertainer. She would be the first Jamaican granted a scholarship to the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts and eventually becoming the first Jamaican voice on BBC Radio, hosting the 30-minute weekly show Caribbean Carnival.
0: In this little island, there are lots of little towns and lots of little districts and villages around. The funniest thing about them are the names they call them by. I'd like to give an idea of a few, so listen while I try. You have Hunter Batam, um, Miss Eaton i um, a frightened Batam um, and bimba hole. I take time a, pack a piece, of Mokotong beer, a dry up a piece, and an anti kataku, wava ridge, sister bridge, dranny niche. Put together and tumble down. Cotton tree, walla, walla, and jacquas, You have puss, gully, rat, gully, flytac, sally Time and patience, all got and veil Dumpy hill, puppy hill, where do you get pill? Devil race course and jackass parade Duna dung, constitution hill, mashallah kin all bon Grung. There is even a place in West Milan Them call Mother Rogers Pan.
1: With these accolades under her bandana, Louise Bennett would return to Jamaica just before the winter of '47 to her alma mater, the Excelsior High School, to teach speech and drama. And in her downtime, expanded her repertoire to include plays, pantomimes, and develop her unique style of folk song delivery.
0: Dip them, bed, what dip, dip, them, dip them, dip them in the a healing, healing stream. stream them sweet but not too deep, Deep can fix your bad feeling. Me always go pa the August town, but me never go pa Mona. One day me was invited by one old man, them called Jonah. When me go up pa Mona,
1: But post-war Jamaica had nothing to offer the burgeoning cultural ambassador, and she would migrate to London in 1950, where she recorded her debut single, Linsted Market, alongside the Caribbean Serenaders, who backed Miss Lou on the 10-inch record for UK's Melodisc Records. Thank you. sided 10-inch vinyl release would become one of the first musical recordings of a Jamaican voice on wax. Miss Lou would also demo the single Me It Daughter for Melodisc. Though the song was not released until 1999 by French-based boutique label from Ox. Miss Lou is arguably noted by music historians. As the earliest example of Sing J delivery and the eminent precursor to the dance hall derivative.
0: Me wa, me Beat up a daughter, sir. No macount of a herring head. No ma'count of a mackerel jaw. No ma'account of a piece of bread. No ma'count of a foul foot. No ma'count of a foul head. No I'm a me medata. No ma, give me back my daughter. I you a beat up me daughter, sir? No ma. Are you ill treat me daughter, sir? No ma. An account of a junk of bone. No ma on account of a foul head. No ma and account of a dis or that. No macount of a nether yell.
1: While on this London surgeon, she would be invited by the BBC to host the one-hour feature West Indian Guest Show, which ran on air for two years and was the first syndicated show of its nature, beamed to Jamaica on the airwaves of the country's first radio station, ZQI. She would hop the pond shortly after making a long stop in New York City. There, she would perform in intimate settings Co-host guest lectures at various East Coast universities before catching the eye of Marianne Distiller, co-founder of Folkway Records, a label instrumental in the introduction of Jamaican folk music to mainstream America.
0: Day, oh, day, oh. Day did a light on me one go home Come, Mr. Tallyman, come tally me banana Did a light on me one go home Come fix your catamati if he take bunch banana Did a light me one go home Six hand, seven hand, eight hand, bunch Did a light me one In
1: 1954, she would be signed to Folkway for a two-record deal, becoming the first Jamaican artist to enter into a major label recording contract. The debut album, Jamaican Folk Songs, would earn for Louise the recognition of Jamaica's first hit album with two reissues in 1954 and a follow-up in 1955, a feat she repeated in 1957 with her next release, Children's Jamaican Songs and Games, her final release for Folkway Records. During Miss Lou's New York tenure, she would reunite with her longtime courtier Eric Coverley and together they would write the folk musical play A Day in Jamaica. The two man musical would spawn marriage in 1954 with a small ceremony in Harlem, New York after nearly 15 years of courtship. Returning to Jamaica the following year, Miss Lou would be invited by Norman Manley to undertake a role at Jamaica's Welfare Commission as a local cultural ambassador and during this period was invited to lecture at the Mona campus of the University of the West Indies. She would take the opportunity to immerse herself in an expansive first-hand study of folklore life in Jamaica. By the late 50s, she would be called to serve as the commission's director-in-chief, popularizing the use of Jamaican dialect in music and poetry across the island with an emphasis on dramatic and performing arts. Miss Lou would serve in this capacity until the mid-60s, returning to the stage full-time in 1964, and the following year released the classic literary anthology Jamaican Labrish
0: yes missus For you know what happened to we? we fling the most of the bank around them and we just keep on wanting like for instance you know when when um uh some 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 english people might say i got stuck by a To <laughs> jamaica say maca joke me <laughs>
1: After the JBC strikes of 1964, Miss Lou would host her own show, Miss Lou's View. The show ran from 1965 to 1982, becoming one of the longest-running homegrown productions in Jamaican radio history. A best-of compilation of Miss Lou's view would be released in 1967 on 12-inch vinyl in a limited run on Federal Records, and again in 1968 on the compilation titled *Listen to Miss Lou*, another limited run release. <laughs> Dry
0: weather houses are not worth. Our- and yet we have to pay so much for rent Sing it out loud, try when our houses are not worth
2: a cent
0: And yet we have to pay so
2: much for
0: rent One Monday morning a landlord went to a tenant to get his rent But the tenant said, madam me, no me, no no me no I'm in a pool I'm not paying rent, I'm not swimming where the houses are not
1: worth a cent. Let it be noted that Miss Lou was one of the first Jamaican artists to release a compilation record only outpaced by Millie Small in 1966 in this regard. By the turn of the decade, Miss Lou was regarded as Jamaica's most valuable treasure and honor previously recognized by the Queen of England in 1960 as an honorary member of the British Empire. Jamaica would respond in 1965 with a silver Musgrave medal from the Institute of Jamaica, the first of six national honors bestowed to Miss Lou. Free-to-air TV would arrive on air in Jamaica in 1963. However it would take another decade before local programming was introduced and one of the first such shows was Louise Bennett's Ring Ding, the variety show which proved to be a culmination of her life's work to entrust Jamaica's folklore culture to the next generation. The show would air its first recording in 1970 and for the next 12 years, Louise would be a staple feature of Jamaican entertainment on stage and on air.
0: I have to tell you a little bit before I end about children. You know, I have a I have a um. A television show called "Ringding," and that's based on the Jamaican custom called Ringding. It is the moonshine, darling. You know, cry, cry, baby, moonshine, darling. Yes, want the played moonshine night? and it's called ringing, and everybody go prepare to perform it here. So this thing now, I had this television program and all the children would come. I carried on this program for 12 years, I'm telling you. And the children would come prepare to perform on a Saturday morning, and we have nice time, you know. And I always made certain that there was some part of the program which part participated in them, learned the singing that belonged to them. Them sang them, them proverb, them little wriggle and all that. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> Yes, man, and Them then you know about the things them, because when me that go to school, all them, me, that sing was flow gently, sweet <laughs> See, I, I never know what name, so, so, you know, I don't say that's a nice thing, you know, but it's good for you no know about for everyone too. you know.
1: Notwithstanding her radio, TV and stage appearances, Miss Lou still made time to record dropping the compilation Cara Festa Ring Ding in 1976 for record specialists on a limited run and the self-titled double 12-inch vinyl release The Honourable Miss Lou in 1981 for Sonny Bradshaw's Bonununus Records. Dry
0: weather houses are not worth a cent and yet we have to pay so much for rent Sing it out loud, try where our houses are not worth a cent And yet we have to pay so much for rent One Monday morning a landlord went To a tenant to get his rent But the tenant said ma I'm a fool. Me not no pay no rent fi no swimming pool
1: Days before her 64th birthday in 1983, she would record her final album, a live session, Miss Lou Live in London by Amani Productions with distribution in UK and Jamaica by Chris Blackwell's Island Records. in the background contention was brewing in the morning of october the 14th 1980 tough talking pnp member of parliament and then minister of national security roy McGann was stopped by a police barricade en route to his constituency in Gordon town after stepping out of his vehicle with hands in the air and identifying himself as a minister of government Roy was gunned down in a hail of bullets from police rifles without a response or a retort. Allegedly, the opposition party JLP was fingered as the mastermind behind the attack and Miss Liu's comment on the scenario in a news interview would draw the backlash of the party's leadership who formed the government in the wake of the 1980s elections. Once in power, the ruling party leadership sanctioned the firing and disbandment of the JBC Drama Department, including Leonie de Forbes, Charles Hyatt, and Louise Bennett, among other luminaries of Jamaican drama. They were immediately blacklisted from local media, and eventually, many would face dire financial challenges due to the lack of work leonie forbes would end up working as a front desk attendant and louise would eventually have to sell one of her two homes in gordon town she would settle in florida before moving permanently to canada where she was welcomed with open arms by the jamaican community by 1988 the york university of canada would bestow her with an honorary phd and by the turn of the decade she was being revered as Canada's most treasured piece of Jamaica. It would take another decade before she was prodded by then Prime Minister P.J. Patterson in 2001 to return to Jamaica for permanent residency. Though he would bestow on her an order of merit and behind the scenes negotiate an official residence as Jamaica's cultural ambassador, she still refused the offer, smitten by the haunts of the past. Her beloved husband, Eric Coverley would pass in 2002 and Louise would make her transition four years later in Scarborough, Ontario. Her body returned to Jamaica to a hero's welcome of no small order. From the airport to the heart of Kingston city centre, every inch of the street along the way was lined with Jamaicans from every walk of life, turning out to honor Jamaica's most celebrated cultural ambassador for one last time. One of the greatest women to grace the stage and studio, the multi-talented cultural ambassador and decorated Jamaican folklorist Miss Louise Bennett's contribution to Jamaican culture and its representation on the world stage in literature, song and sound, and a pioneer and innovator, etches her name among the historical emissaries of Jamaican music as a A legend legend of of reggae. reggae. Now in
0: Jamaica we make up the new and topical words to old folk tunes all the time. Whatever is topical, we would put them to an old folk tune. Now that is what we call the mento. Now in Jamaica we never say goodbye, we say walk good. If you're running, walking, driving, flying, Cycling, we say walk good. Now when I do like that, I want you to say walk good. Too. It's a little song. Walk good on your way, and good duffy walk with you. Walk good, walk good every day, and good duffy walk with you. Walk. Walk with you, walk good, walk good every day and good, walk with you.